like business comes the third and fourth year. Why? Because it's a business. So if everyone has to do the first two years, everyone has to, it's like they get a retainer on everyone, you know, it's like, but you know, so that's my mindset on that. It's, it's, you know, get yourself in a position where you need to learn. Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today, we have Naeem on the show. Naeem is somebody, he's doing huge, huge things in the crypto space. So if you are somebody who is interested in crypto, interested in blockchain, in trading, this is going to be a very, very um, insightful episode for you. You're going to get a ton of value out of this. And if you are interested in, in learning about crypto, Naeem is the guy to learn from. I have not had somebody in the crypto space on the podcast yet. So I found Naeem and I really wanted to get him on the show just because he really brings a different perspective to things. He's somebody who is extremely self-aware. That's something you're going to be able to pick up on right away. This guy is, is very attuned with himself and his thoughts and the way other people think as well. He's a very observant guy. He's got a lot of valuable insights that he's going to drop on you throughout this interview. And he's really just doing some massive things all around. Okay. His main business is the Traders Profit Club. He's got over 25,000 students that he teaches about trading crypto and trading in different markets as well. We're talking stocks and Forex. And he's also an advisor to seven different blockchain companies. This guy is doing some massive, massive things. And if you are at all interested in taking your business to the next level, this is the show for you. He's going to tell you exactly what you need to be doing and what you need to be thinking about to take yourself and your business to that next level and allow yourself to keep progressing and growing every single day. So without further ado, plug in, sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Naeem. All right. Naeem, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for asking. Crypto markets are looking good. Bitcoin's up over 4,000 now. So that's exciting. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I'm excited to dive into it. Um, so as our, our listeners heard a little bit in, in the intro about what you do, uh, but could you fill us in like 60 seconds? What are you up to right now? What is your, what is your business looking like? Totally, totally. So we currently have one of the largest cryptocurrency financial trading groups in the world with uh, over 25,000 students, uh, 4,000 plus clients. Um, and, you know, uh, we have a team of analysts that provide signals on a daily basis. I've actually been in the crypto market for almost nine years now, since 2010. So I was before a it was YouTuber. cool. Yeah, I was a gaming YouTuber on Machinima at the time I was a director. And um, this was when I was extremely young. You know, I was like probably under like 15 at the time. And um, PayPal would keep banning me from using PayPal. And I was trying to actually monetize my YouTube channel. I had like 40,000 plus subscribers on YouTube doing gaming in like 2010. So that's like equivalent to like 400,000 subscribers now with like inflation, right? <laughs> so it was pretty impressive. And, and you know, I, I was getting millions and millions of views. Um, but I couldn't accept money for any products or any services that I wanted to offer to my audience. And, um, at the time I was doing modded call of duty lobbies and I would charge like a hundred something bucks people to get into the lobby and PayPal banned me. And so I went on Google and I typed in like, how do I earn or how do I accept digital currency online without PayPal? And then Bitcoin came up. Um, so like that's, that's really what I'm, I guess, known for, you know, one of the largest crypto influencers as well. We have like over a hundred thousand followers and all of our social media platforms combined, um, and you know, primarily people know me as a guy that was live streaming every night for four or five hours, uh, during like all of the end of 2017 into January and February of 2018, when Bitcoin hit $20,000, you know, that's really how we grew 
such a large group and such a large fan base. Cause I mean, I was calling out trades every single day and they were all hitting targets. You know, like I made a video on the start of 2018, the number one coin for 2018. This was after the market crashed and it was the BNB coin. You can go on my YouTube channel. I, I literally, I would, I, I would never make such a bold statement, but I did it at that point because I've just been in this market for over nine years. And so I know you know, it's like anything in life. You know, I, I know you said you have a group of entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast, you know, primarily, you know, the Gen Y, you know, like in their early 20s or maybe, you know, in their teenage years, you know, and the biggest thing is just mastery of something. You know, they say at 16 years old, you're the most purest form of yourself, you know? So, you know, like one thing people ask me sometimes is like, you know, how could I find my passion? I'm like, well, what, what were you passionate about at 16, you know, or maybe around that age and that time frame? Because, you know, that's, you know, for me, I was making YouTube videos when I was young. You know, I stopped doing that for a period of time. And I, I just, you know, I was trading and then working full time, going to school full time. Um, but when I started making more money than all my professors combined in college and I raised my hand in business class and I asked my business professor how much, uh, how much businesses has she opened up in her life? And she said she hadn't opened up one business. I literally withdrew from the class right there, walked out. And that was done for college, you know, and I'm not saying college is bad, but um, I think people just need to understand that like life is more about following your heart, your passion, your intuition than it is about following some sort of system orders or guidelines, you know, because a lot of these systems orders and guidelines are outdated. A lot of them are, you know, you know, I have advisors in different areas of my life. One of those being like understanding the power systems of like the way the United States works, the way you know, like what's Rome's influence on, you know, the United States? Like how is Europe influenced? Like people don't know this stuff, but you know, I think it's important to know that if you want to succeed in this system. So, you know, like, um, you know, other than that, I mean, you know, I built my first seven figure company at 21 years old. Um, you know, that's turning into an eight and nine figure company soon. Um, you know, that's, that's really where my main focus is right now on a day to day, you know, we're really just scaling, uh, our group up because, you know, we're killing it. Um, you know, one of my students today hit me up and said they did 300% last month just on cryptocurrency trading, um, you know, using our signals and our education, you know, combined with their own trading. Like, you know, it's crazy to get testimonials like that because, you know, you can really change lives, you know, because I, I come from a background where my parents never had much. You know, they came from Iraq um, and they came from one of the most bombed cities in Iraq. And, so, you know, like coming, you know, being like a first generation in the U.S. and knowing that if I was not born here, I probably wouldn't be here. That was huge for me, you know. And so, um, you know, I, you know, my parents never had much and they lost all their credibility. And, you know, I, my dad was always in $80,000 in debt when I was like 10 years old. I would hear him, you know, complaining about it. And so that, that was always something that I knew that I wanted to conquer. And I think that, you know, I got into trading because, you know, when you learn how to multiply your money, Warren Buffett once said, that the majority of people stay in the lower and middle class because they only learn how to um, earn money. They don't learn how to multiply their money. And mm -hmm. so multiplying your money is where it gets fun because, you know, you, you receive income and now you're able to take that and let it work for you instead of you having to go out and keep working for it, you know? And so like, I, I think that that's a huge thing for uh, entrepreneurs and stuff. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. And Not like, I'm just okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm still blown away by the fact that you were like a director for machinima at like 15 years old, because I remember being like 14, 15 years old, like always watching like all the content they were putting out. 
Um, so, so talk to us a little Man, bit about that was all about persistency. I emailed the, I, the his name is Ryan Fwiz. He's a, he works for YouTube gaming. Now he's a head of YouTube gaming. His name is uh Fwiz on Instagram. Um, and, and it's funny because I, I was just nagging on him because I had like 26,000 subscribers at the time. They'd only accept people like 50,000 and up. I was like, listen, man, my content's good enough. I'm posting daily. And I would just email him over and over again. And he was, he just finally sent me the contract. And I'm like, whoa, I was like, this is like everyone's dream to be a director. I just got a contract in my email. And like, that was like the first time I realized, like, if you really want something, you can go get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was just on my own. And it was like, it was just free will, you know? And, and I think that's, that's the most, uh, those are like, there's like victories, but then there's like sweet victories, you know? And that, that I think those are like the sweet victories that shape you and your character long-term. Cause I mean, that shaped my character for sure. You know, like if I'm trying to get a girl, I'm not, I'm not taking no for an answer. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, you know, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to get into that, but um, yeah, it's, it's persistency, right? It's mm. huge. Absolutely. So what, what made you start making YouTube videos in the first place? Were you just like really into gaming and you just wanted to like put yourself out there or, or how did that, I, how that It's funny. Out? At first I was just making skits and I just wanted to get into video because I was just watching so many YouTube videos. I'm like, why am I watching this and not doing it? And, and I, I guess that's something that I've always been a person that wanted to like, I've always wanted to involve myself in things. And so um, I guess just being young, watching YouTube videos and watching vlogs all the time. Like I used to always watch Shay Carl. Uh, he, he had a YouTube channel called Shay Tards. They had like daily vlogs of their family. And I would just watch that as like entertainment. And, you know, like I was just like, man, I, and then I would just go and watch random YouTube videos and like, I want to start making videos. So I started with skits and then I realized I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I'm spending all this time playing games. And I, I, honestly, I saw more of an opportunity to make money through games than I did through you know, or then just making skits and stuff. And remember my family didn't have much. So Mm -hmm. I was more attracted to where there was potential areas of opportunity for income than more so like trying to find something to be passionate about. Like Mm. for me, it was, it was more of, you know, I I wanted to enjoy something, but I also need to make money because I knew my parents didn't have it and they were in bad situation that I needed to fix it in some shape or, or form. And so like when I started making YouTube videos, I knew I was kind of, I wasn't the best gamer the same way. I'm not the best trader right? It's like anybody could have became the, any, you know, anybody that was trading cryptocurrencies for maybe like five years could have really like started making YouTube videos and sound, you know, credible around 2017. Um, you know, the, the one thing that makes me different is I actually did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like most people just didn't do it. And so like, you know, I'm not the best trader in the world. I've got traders on my team that do better than me, but that's not the point. It's about who's willing to go out and put themselves out there and, you know, what I am good at is, is building, you know, the, the brand of people trusting, you know, a fig, you know, I, I advise over seven blockchain companies at this point. I took a break from YouTube for six months just to go out and speak all around the world, Dubai, like different places, Thailand, um, because I was, you know, I was just like, man, like, you know, I could just sit here and make YouTube videos for another year straight and be consistent doing this. Or I could just take advantage of the opportunity of, you know, like, cause timing is everything. I think that's the other thing. Like if I didn't make videos at the right time, I would have just been another crypto YouTuber. Nothing would have happened, but that was huge. That timing was huge. Once, you know, the market did its thing and it started to go down, I could have made the decision of continue making videos or take advantage of this huge spike that happened where now there's all these conferences coming out of nowhere. There's all of these speaking engagements and opportunities. 
you know, so I, I took that route because it was a timing route. You know, this year is not as many speaking opportunities as there were last year because last year we were just in, you know, everyone was hyped up about the future. Now people are more rational and I like it because now we're seeing more rational behavior in the markets. And I think Bitcoin has hit a bottom. I think 3,000, I don't think it'll go below 3,000. 3, I think if you can buy Bitcoin between three and 4,000 right now, I think it's a good, you know, I'm, this isn't financial advice, but like, <laughs> in my opinion, as an analyst, like, you know, it was at $20,000. Now it's at $3,000. I mean, at the end of the day, it's limited in value. It's limited in quantity and it is a virtual version of gold and it is a better storage of value than gold. Because if you are living in the Philippines and you come to, you know, Florida, Walt Disney World as a college student program, like a college program student, and you're getting paid $7 an hour, that's like a month's worth of income in the Philippines. But then when you go to Western Union and you have to pay $35 as a wire transfer fee because, you know, and you can't just ship gold to the Philippines. That's going to cost you more, but you can send Bitcoin, right? And it's, it's a storage of value because it's limited. So in my opinion, it's a better storage of value than gold. And it's going to go. And if you look at inflationary, I mean, we can go on and on about my belief system now, but I've been in for nine years. So I've, I've seen it go from 300 to a thousand dollars and then drop back down to $300 and people say, Oh, it's never going to hit a thousand dollars ever again. Like I've, I've been through that phase and I've also, yeah, I, I also believe this is just another phase. And so, you know, traditional markets are at a peak. Ray Dalio, he owns the largest hedge fund in the world. His hedge fund lost, like I, I believe, don't quote me, but less than 1% in 2008, while, while most hedge funds lost 70 to 80%. He says every 10 to 12 years, there's a correction. The last one was in 2008. It's been 11 years. And so we're due for a correction. What happens during a correction? Liquidity goes from traditional markets where it's overinflated towards other hedges like gold, commodities, things like that. Well, this is the first time that you've got Bitcoin. Bitcoin just finished its correction. Where do you think people are going to put their money? And so it's like, you know, um, you know, Warren Buffett once says, he said, get fearful when people are greedy and get greedy when people are fearful. And it's like people, you know, they're like, oh, Bitcoin is dead. You know, it's, it's already, you know, it's done. People lost too much money. People are scared to get in now. You know, now people are fearful. It's like, perfect. Let's get back in. Yep. You know, but when everyone was, oh man, it's going to it's like, it's going to go to 150,000. That was the time to start taking profits. Mm. It's like, that's how markets work. That's why it's fun. And it's, it's I'm always playing the long game, you know? Um, so yeah, not to just like ramble on, but it is a <laughs> podcast about me. So I guess I just, <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's all about, I mean, if you want to be successful in any kind of financial market, you got to go against the herd because if you're going with where everybody else is going, you're, you're just going to end up losing money every single time. And it's all because of supply and demand. Yeah, it, It's a simple concept of supply and demand. When there's more buyers, then you want to be a seller. And when yeah. there's more sellers, you want to be a buyer. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just like selling cars. It's like selling anything on eBay or Craigslist. It's like, it's just a, it's economy, you know, yeah. and economies are all, it's very simple supply and demand. And that's why I highly encourage people if they're not already, you know, and I'll, I'll offer this for your listeners. If they hit me up on Instagram at Naeem, I'll give them a free, like a free uh, uh, access to our group, which usually, I mean, it's like a $1,500 subscription for this. I'll give them free access just because they're coming from you. Um, and just hit me up on Instagram at Naeem, N-A-E-E-M. And the reason I say that is if you don't have financial education, you're not going to be successful with your finances. You know, you can go to school, they can teach you whatever they want to teach you. But then at the end of the day, if you don't understand how to take your money, multiply, invest it, if you don't see, you can learn how to get a 150,000 
dollar, uh, like if you're getting paid 150,000 plus a year, you know, as a doctor, a lawyer, you get into one of these professions. Well, guess what? Doctors and lawyers are actually the worst investors too. Uh, if you look at statistics, right? Highest suicide rate is, uh, uh, doctors, I believe. And then, you know, the worst investors, doctors and lawyers, why they spend all their time learning med medicine, but they never learn finances and they get money and they lose their money. And so, you know, it doesn't matter what you're striving for. If you want to be an entrepreneur and make millions of dollars, but you don't know how to handle your money, those millions of dollars are going to go away real quick. And I learned that being young, you know, before I got into, you know, uh, building my company, which we're now scaling to eight and nine figures, you know, I, I was mentoring businesses for three years at the age of 17 years old to 19. For three years, I would go and meet with hundreds of business owners and teach them how to create franchisable business, uh, businesses that are subscription-based and automated and uh, preferably digital. And so, you know, and I did all that because I was just always a young hustler, right? And so I needed all of that motivation, but now I don't have to wake up with an alarm clock, you know, but back then I wasn't getting more than four hours of sleep, but it was a short period of time, but really it was a 10-year process in my opinion, because that's really where I focus. So it's like, you know, it takes those 10,000 hours, right? So you just got to put in the work. Um, and I, I don't think I've accomplished much. And I, I, you know, I'll always say that because you just never know when you can just lose everything with a snap of a finger. And that's, you, you just have to always make sure you have systems in place to protect yourself. You have to like, you know, life isn't easy. I think people, our generation, I, I feel like they think life is easy when it's not, you know, I mean, there's a lot that goes into life and just making a lot of money doesn't solve everything. There's other priorities. You know, I think one of your questions on your pamphlet that you gave me was like, what can't you scale in life? And those are the things that you should only focus on. It's the things that you can't delegate. So the better question is what can't you delegate? Cause what you can't like, you can scale anything in reality. I can scale my, like my, my meditation. I can scale my spirituality. I can scale my, my physical abilities, but I can't delegate push-ups. I can't delegate meditation. I can't delegate going to the doctor and getting my blood, you know, my blood test. I can't delegate what I eat. I can't delegate that stuff. That's the most important stuff in your life. But at the same time, if you don't have the other aspects fulfilled, sometimes you have to switch your priorities for a little bit, right? Sometimes you have to take a break from stuff that really matters to get other stuff, like if your finances aren't in place, you need to have financial freedom before you can have true personal freedom, you know, because if you've, if you've got financial burdens, well, good luck getting everything strained out, you know, that's when things become hard. How do you get your financial stuff in place is you, you find a problem, you solve it, you know, at the time, nobody was doing cryptocurrency YouTube videos. There were very few YouTubers. There were very few people, like there was a reason I started making YouTube videos um, in, you know, I think it was like early in 2017, right before the pop. Um, and it was because I saw that there was a need, right? There was a problem and I needed to solve that problem. And then that turned into an opportunity to monetize in which I offered a product of value because I believe so much in my product, my group, my service, because we're posting trades every single day. We're educating people. I've got people going for six months, analysts for six months, putting 30 hours worth of content together all advanced strategies that nobody's teaching out there. So I know I have something to offer people and with the right timing, with the right expertise, being in the grind for so long, it's like, how could you not succeed? So I feel like that's, you know, that's what people need to focus on. It's like, how could I get to my, like my personal, like whatever you might want to succeed in health relationships in life, 
whether that's finances, whether that's spirituality, like whether that's just fixing things that, you know, have happened in the past, like whatever it might be, you just have to come up with a plan, find like the problems and, and then create solutions for it. You know, it's, it's like, you should get to the point where you're, you ask yourself, how could I have not have succeeded? Because you've done so much work. You put so much effort into it. Like that's when you need to ask yourself, like you need to get to that point where you can tell yourself, like, how could I not deserve this? Because of all the stuff I've done for it already, you know? Mm. So does that help out a little bit? You think? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious, how do you establish like what your priorities are? Because clearly you're working on a lot of different things. How do you establish it's what all gets about your priority? organization? So mm. I've got, if I open my phone right now, I've got all of these different lists here. These are different like things that I need to like keep track of. All right. right. And then if I go to, I, there's one that says priorities and literally I, I've got all of my priorities right here. I've got, so it, it'll, it'll tell you my priorities, right? Like I, I keep, it's called recalibration, right? Like you go out, you go out, you do podcasts. Like, you know, I'm doing a podcast right now. I just had a phone call with one of my uh, team members right before this. And like, you know, then I've got to go and see my train. Like, how do you handle all that? It's through organization. So, you know, if somebody were to ask me, what's your day-to-day name? My, you know, typically my day-to-day is three things. Number one is prioritize. So take a to-do list, prioritize it. Number two, organize it. You know, take what you need to do now, what you need to do tomorrow, organize it. And then number three, execute. And then if you can with delegation, right? And that's like the three steps in my opinion, that, you know, the three things you should focus on solely because all these things you can delegate. I'll tell you what you can't delegate. And it's the stuff that I focus on. It's what my priorities are, health, wellness, fitness, family relationships, right? Those are things you can't delegate. You can't delegate delegation. You can't delegate people to get delegated unless you have a manager and you know there's certain ways to do that but you still have to delegate to the manager give them a vision right so there's still things that you you need to be involved with um education and learning i that's some priority for me because i can't delegate that either calendar and time management if i don't control my calendar my calendar controls me right i can't delegate that i can kind of give an assistant access to my calendar but i still want to be in full control of like sunday i want to go to vote a spot every single sunday and get a facial and then go into the hot sauna because that keeps me going you know and if you don't do that, then you're not going to keep going. You know, um, that's called people that burn out. We call them bottle rockets. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's like, uh, so quality time with friends and family, you can't delegate that. You can't delegate. I mean, sometimes you have to prioritize family and friends over business sometimes because it's a relationship. And I think that's more important because that's what you like. That's what money can't buy. And, you know, you'll, you'll learn that quick, especially if, if you get to the point where you start making money, you know, I, I think there was a quote I saw yesterday by Jim Carrey and it said, I hope everyone fulfills their dreams and goals and hits all of their, like, like gets everything they want because then they'll realize that like, that's still not going to make them happy. And I think that that's like, that's huge, you know? Mm. Um, Absolutely. So when did you, when did you start delegating in your business and in your life? Um, I started delegating when I got around mentors that showed me that I needed to start delegating. Um, at first I wasn't delegating. That was a huge issue. And so I didn't know it was an issue. I didn't have experience. You know, some people, they go to business school, you know, they learn business, they learn marketing, they learn all of these theories, right. From books and they never apply it. Right. Here's what I, this, this is my mindset with life. It's like, let me get into a position where I really like, I need to learn it and then I'll learn it. Right. And so it's like, 
I got myself to a position where I was like, oh, I need to register a C Corp or an S Corp or an LLC. I didn't know I needed to register it before that. You know, like, you know, I was making $50,000 a month and I didn't know I needed to register an LLC or C Corp. You know what I'm saying? And so like, why don't you start making $50,000 a month and then worry about that? You know, that's what, that's what, what I did. And so, you know, I didn't know I had to, like, I had to learn everything from ground up. I had to learn from other people that have built businesses, have built eight and nine figure companies. So what was the first thing I did? I moved away from my hometown to mentors. I got around my mentors. That was the first thing I did. And that's why I took a, a, a time, a, you know, time off because I was a good trader, but I didn't have experience. I mean, I was still young. You got to remember this was like when I was 20. And so, you know, like I was in college, but college only teaches you general education for the first two years. They don't teach you, you know, anything like the business comes the third and fourth year. Why? Because it's a business. So if everyone has to do the first two years, everyone has to, it's like they get a retainer on everyone, you know, it's like, but you know, so that's my mindset on that. It's, it's, you know, get yourself in a position where you need to learn, like start making a hundred thousand dollars a month and then worry about what you need to do now that you're making a hundred thousand dollars a month. Cause now you have to pay quarterly taxes, not month, you know, not annually taxes. Did, did you need to know that before? No, you didn't need to know that. Go make the hundred thousand and then find out, you know? Mm. So it's like, now I'm around mentors that have built large companies like Monster Products that beats by Dr. Day. One of my mentors, Prince Fred, largest, one of the largest share, uh, second largest shareholder of Monster Products. And, you know, and, you know, it's like, you know, he, he's, he's teaching me stuff that I've never heard of. Like once you make 10 million, that's when they start knocking on your door and they try to find every way to legally put you in court because they're looking at every part of your business. Now, how you treat your customers, what you say to your customers, every promise you make you know, but that only comes when you're making 10 million. So don't worry about that until that, until 10 million. Right. So it's like, you just have to, you know, I, I was watching this, uh, I, I was actually talking to one of my mentors and he, you know, he'd exited, um, a digital advertising agency, one for a hundred million, one for 50 million. And, you know, he, he said this, and I said, how do you balance life? And, um, how do you balance, you know, everything? And he's like, just focus on the, the six priorities every single day. Um, and then the other question that really blew my mind was somebody asking, uh, asked him about like systems and processes, like the same way that you don't want to spend time just trying to research and do all this stuff versus just getting yourself in the position to need to know that stuff. You also don't want to spend too much time doing busy work rather than productive work. So like some people will like, as soon as they start getting customers, they'll try to create all these systems and processes. When in reality, like the advice I heard from him was like, you, why don't you just focus on execution, not systems and processes? Like you, you have all these entrepreneurs like, oh, I have to create training videos for every single one of my employees. No, you don't. Just get an employee to get the job done and then go from there. It's, you know, it's not, you know, you don't have to make everything systematic. Don't make everything a process. What's the fast, like I, I like to say tangents with my team. Like what's the tangent here? You know, and when I say what's the tangents, like what's the fastest way to the, the result that we want, you know, and that's, I'm always asking myself, what's the tangent? Mm. How do you, so, how do you yeah. find this tangent? You have to use your brain and you, you just have to think of the scenario and then play it out in your head. And then, you know, we can get technical with it, but you just have to kind of like, I would say mastermind is the best way to find the tangent. It's to run the idea by other experts. That's the way to find the tangent. You know, that's actually a great question. So the way you find the tangent is you go to somebody that's already found the tangent and the way they found the tangent is they've done it every other way that was slow and they've created a tangent. So basically you go to somebody that's already successful in what you're trying to figure out who's already solved that problem 
and then find out the way they took to solve that problem and then see how that applies to your situation. Good mm. question, dude. I appreciate it. So it sounds like mentors and, and people who are a couple steps ahead of you have had a huge, huge impact on you. Huge. Talk to us about how you came into contact with your first mentor. Like who was the first person that really helped you get to that next level? I would say, um, I, so very simple. It was a network marketing business and I was, uh, I was working as a bellman for the Hilton. Uh, I was working for Hilton and I was a bellman and um, this was the only bellman that like drove like a nice car. He had a 370 Z. His name was uh, James and um, he's a great guy. Always had great values. He was a great, like great person. Great. Like, like it was just overall, like I had no questions that this was a person that I would want to follow in my life. And so, you know, we built a small friendship. He got me into this network marketing business where it's all about mentors. It's all about personal mm -hmm. development. And that started my journey at 17. And so I think too many entrepreneurs, they say no to opportunities when in fact, yeah, I may have not made a ton of money doing that, but I've tried, you know, but I actually tried for three years actually doing it. And yeah, I've made some money doing it. But at the same time, it was the experience that I really appreciated from those three years that without those three years of experience, I wouldn't have been able to sustain any sort of, uh, any sort of success. You know, I mean, when you start making money, you really need to understand where to, put the money, how to use the money and how to sustain it. And so, you know, it's all about cash flow, right? It's all about residuals, in my opinion, subscriptions, um, things like that, you know, provide value that you can continue to provide on a monthly basis. That's what I do for my group, you know, and, and, and I, I tell them, I'm like, Hey, like this is, I'm providing tons of massive value to you guys every single month and they appreciate it. And we get the testimonials for that. And that, so it's like, you know, I'm passionate about the testimonials more than anything, but yeah, that's what I would say. Mm. And, and that's, I, I really find it fascinating how many people I have on the show that have had experiences in network marketing. Actually, somebody I talked to earlier today had spent like five years in network marketing. You've spent three years in it. I've talked to somebody who started a network marketing company. Um, and it, it's really fascinating because there are, there's so many, it seems like transferable skills that, that people pick up in network marketing that allow them to have success in, in, in other businesses. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, talk to me a little bit more about your experience with mentors and, and how you've come into contact with them. That one, it seems like was kind of happenstance of just like you ran into this guy, he sort of took you under his wing and, and helped you into this company. Um, but, but what, who have been some of the other people that have been pretty influential on you and, and helped you grow your businesses? So I think, you know, some digital mentors um, that have helped me, uh, you know, the thing is if your mentor isn't there in person, then find a digital version of them, right? So like Gary Vee has always been huge for me just because he produces so much content and he gives away all of his content strategies, you know? Yeah. So building a personal brand right now, in my opinion, is way more important than building any brand because you can't have a brand without a personal brand. That's why Kylie Jenner is the youngest billionaire in the world because she built her personal brand and then she built a brand behind it. And so it's a simple concept, you know? I, I've been paid thousands of dollars just to teach co companies this strategy of, Hey, it's two steps. Number one, personal brand, number two company, but number one always has to be the personal brand. And so you either create the personal brand, you are the personal brand, or you hire the personal brand. And so, or you delegate it. And so, cause you can hire in ways that you partner where you don't have to have upfront overhead. Right. So like, there's always strategies and ways to do things. Um, you know, I would say focusing on personal branding is huge right now. Um, you know, my mentors, um, in person and versus like mentors digitally have all impacted me in similar ways because I wouldn't have taken action steps if it wasn't for things that I heard from Gary V podcast 
but I also would have taken action steps if I didn't have James, who is a person like an in-person mentor that helped me budget my finances for the first time in my life. Like he, he, you know, he, he got me to understand how to like, like he, he got me to understand values, right? He was an ethical mentor as well a spiritual mentor, you know? And so like, I think you just have to, you just have to find your mix. I think the universe really just, it opens up a special path for every single person is, you know, Gary V once said uh, in his podcast uh, recently, and he said, you know, I, I, he, he's trying to go towards, you know, I spoke on stage with Gary V. I spoke on stage with Steve Wozniak. Like I've been around these people and, you know, he said it was interesting to me because he said, I wish for the next like phase of, of my reach and awareness to my audience, I can get the message that all life is, is a huge game of self-awareness. And I think that's huge because as long as you're just self-aware of like, when somebody comes to you for an opportunity, you came to me for a podcast. It's like, why say no to opportunities when opportunities are there for you? You just have to say yes and open the door and see what is in that door for you. Because every struggle will eventually become a victory or become a learning lesson. And so, you know, I don't mind accepting and allowing struggles into my life, but I've also, I've also got preventative measures in order to prevent as much of them as possible. But for the most part, you know, you can identify whether an opportunity is going to be good or bad for you. And typically it's always good. Any time, like, unless it's something, you know, there just aren't that many people offering bad things to others, you know, and, and when there are, it's pretty easy to tell. But like when somebody's like, Hey, you want to make some more money? And I go to a network marketing meeting. I don't see anything wrong with that. Why not say yes? And like, why would I have said no? Unless I w- I'd already had something that I was pursuing and passionate about. And if I already knew that I had a path, but at the time I knew I had no path, I was still just an entrepreneur. Right. And so it's like, sometimes you have to say no. Sometimes you have to say yes, just know where you're at. You know, it's, but how do you know where you're at? You're just self-aware. Yeah. And so and it's I mean, like, that's what I would say about mentors. It's just be self-aware in your life to see who out there, like what is like, you know, like for me, like I've had YouTube videos that just pop up as ads change my life, you know, like things like that. And so it's being self-aware once again, like I didn't know Bitcoin was like ramping up the way that. I realized it was until I started seeing ads on YouTube for the first time. I was like, that's abnormal. That's never happened before. Let me go back. Let me go into this and research a little more. And that's when I started realizing it was a, you know, it was a niche that wasn't really tapped into yet. And so I got into it. And like right now, you know, we, we have one of the largest crypto channels on YouTube. And so that's been huge for building our brand and everything that we've done and accomplished, you know, without YouTube, I wouldn't have like YouTube is immensely helped with the growth of uh, everything that we've built. Um, you know, cause once again, I, I didn't have much time to build platforms and stuff like that. This was all just, you know, and I think it should happen like that too. You know, sometimes things shouldn't all have plans because you can connect the dots looking back, but you can never connect them looking forward. Like Steve Jobs said in his big speech. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah. one thing, one thing that I noticed about you, like the second we got on the call is like, you're, you're an extremely self-aware person. And like you said, like, that's something that's been very, very impactful for you and something that's very, very helpful. How, how does somebody foster that? And how have you developed your self-awareness throughout your life? It's just about reflection. <laughs> that's all it is. In my opinion, it's, 
you have to go through experiences in life and reflect. You have to go through experiences and reflect. Just go through experiences and reflect. As long as you continue to reflect and go through experiences, you're always getting better. Because that reflection is what allows you to realize what did I say that wasn't as interesting? What did I say that was interesting to that person? You know, or like what worked in that sales call? What didn't work in that day? I did sales for six months that immensely helped too with doing live streams. You know, when I'm on the phone and I'm going through 30 phone calls a day, 30 different people, and I'm trying to sell a product that doesn't even exist, like whether it's insurance or timeshares or whatever it might be, you know, you have to be good at being on the phone and talking to people. And it's like, you learn real quick what works, what doesn't work. And so how did I get to the top sales agent some weeks? It was because I was just learning from my phone calls and just doing what worked and what didn't work, I would cut out. And so it was just reflecting. And so there's many ways to reflect. I watch, I rewatch all of my YouTube videos start to finish multiple times. I see what could I do better? What could I have said better? What, what didn't sound so good? You know, um, always listening to feedback, listening, but that's all being self-aware, right? So it's, it all comes down to self-awareness, um, which is crazy. But like re- listening to my own YouTube videos, that's just a form of self-awareness to me because now I'm aware of what I'm actually putting out there, you know? Yeah. When did, when did you start actively reflecting and when did you realize that that would be something that could, that could really impact you in your business? I think that's a great question. Um, you know, it was just through personal development. It was really through personal development that made me realize that, you know, that's when I felt conscious, you know, it was really through personal development that I realized, okay, like there's a lot more out there, you know? And and so I think people make the click in different ways. Um, You know, it's funny, like there's ancient Egyptian culture, um, you know, they they would go through four phases, like the the Roman uh, or the Egyptian, uh, the, the Pharaohs, they would have to go through four phases before they were able to like start a family and get married. And their first phase was being aware of their environment. That was like from the age one to six. And then their second phase was being aware of themselves. Their third phase was now that they're aware of themselves, focusing solely on um, their strength and getting better at their strength. And then this uh, last phase was executing on that strength and that ended at 27 years old. And then they were able to go and get married and have a family and get, you know, quote unquote comfortable. And so like, I think that that's a good way to look at it. It's like, go through those four phases. Number one, be aware of your environment. Most of us are naturally in that position through just being born. Right. But then number two, be more aware of yourself. And then from there, find your strengths and then, you know, really find your strengths. Like, experiment, do a lot of different things, like see what fuels you, what drives you, what, what, you know, what could you do without having to get paid for it? You just want to do it because you know, you know, this is going to be something I'd be willing to do for a long time and then hone in on that and execute for six or seven years, you know, and like, and now you're following an ancient principle from the Egyptians, you know? And so like, you know, I mean, they built some pretty cool things back, you know, then. And so like, if, if I were to listen to anybody about discipline, I would listen to them, you know? And so it's like, you know, I I think that that's a a good concept. What Mm. do you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So I want to, I want to flash back to crypto for a second. Um, since that's something that you're, that you're clearly very passionate about and we haven't covered it extensively in the interview. So, um, so, so talk to me about, about 2017, like late 2017 and your business and, and what that was looking like there. Cause I'm sure at that point there was a lot of momentum, a lot of hype building up. 
Um, and, and just what, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, you know, it was a thrill. It was probably one of the, you know, it, it was definitely the funnest time I've ever had in my life as well as this hardest time I've ever had in my life. But I think that, you know, that's how life is. It's, if it's going to give you one extreme, it's going to give you the other, right? Um, you know, we're doing great. You know, it's crazy. A lot of these, a lot of these brands, a lot of these ICOs, a lot of these companies, a lot of these, you know, crypto involved businesses, they blew up and they're gone. And, you know, and they were all bottle rockets. We made it through very, very, very well. We're healthy. We're thriving. We're getting, you know, new members every single day. People have been with us for years. Um, I had an opportunity to start a large fund in January of 2017 um, or 2018, I denied that opportunity because I have a, a bigger vision in place for my five to 10 year. And so I'm executing on my five to 10 year vision right now. And that's, you know, that's a good feeling. And, and you know, and, and knowing that, and then also knowing that your business is doing well, it's, you know, it's a good feeling, but at the same time, like we all have different things that we have to focus on. And, and so like, you know, it's just a game of balance to me um, at this point, but you know, I, I appreciate what happened in 2017. I think it was just a time for people to be exposed to cryptocurrencies. But it's, you know, it was just kind of like, uh, if you look at, there's a book called Chasing the Chads, a marketing book. I love mm. this book. It talks about the adoption cycle, right? And so we're, we're not even at the early adopter phase. This was just like the, the uh, or I'm sorry, we, this was just the early adopter phase. It wasn't the early majority phase. Mm. And so it's like, it was cool to see the early adopter phase. I'm excited for the early majority because when the yep. early majority come in, you know, our group is going to be thriving at that point. We're, you know, at that point, we probably already have expanded internationally. We will, you know, we'll already have events happening, thousands of events a year. Like at that point, you know, I have a, a pretty big vision for our group and where we're going with things. Um, you know, at that point, we'll have independent proprietary platforms for our group. Right now we're still running on discord. You know, we're still running on social media. Like, you know, but why not? You know, these platforms are great and they work. And so there's no need to put on early overhead when my focus is delivering content and delivering like meat to my, you know, like I'm feeding them real good stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? Not meat. I mean, I'm a vegan. I don't know why I even use that, but um, like I'm giving them like the main entree every single day. I'm not giving them sides. I'm not giving them, you know, like, cause that's what I'm focused on. It's like, they want trades and they want to make money. So I'm going to help them trade and make money. And so, you know, like everything else is secondary. Mm. And so like, that's kind of my philosophy with my group. It's, you know, we're going to do whatever it takes. We had probably our best year during the bear market. So it's like, you know, <laughs> it's exciting, man. Yeah. Um, making it happen. Absolutely. So, so talk to like the 17 year old, 18 year old person out there who, who wants to get into crypto. They're not quite sure what they're even what they're even looking at here um give it give them like a little a little i would say go on instagram follow at naeem and then <laughs> message me and tell me that you came from the uh, apple creditor podcast and then that's that's the best thing that you could do you know the reason i say that is there's a lot of bs out there oh yeah i have a free portion to my discord group that i just give out for free and it has so much information it's not even funny like you know, you've got people that go through, they try to get into crypto and they try to like, they, they buy their first Bitcoin. They do, you know, you know, people say, oh, where do you, where should you start? Buy your first Bitcoin. But what happens if you buy your Bitcoin? You don't know what to do with it. Right. It's like, so I've, I've, I've got all the resources listed out where like when you buy your first Bitcoin, you want to go and you want to start using it. Right. So you put it on Binance now. So you have to learn how to, you know, transfer it to Binance. Once you send it to Binance, 
Now you've got all these altcoins that you have opportunities to trade off of. And by the way, you're also trading on Satoshis now, not dollar value. So you have to learn that concept because now you're trying to earn Satoshis if you're properly trading, right? And so like, there's a lot of things that people don't realize they have to learn, but you do have to learn to, you know, like I just got a personal trainer. This guy is at Tony Surfman, Surfman spelled S-U-R-P-H. A or M-A-N. And like this guy has got over a hundred thousand followers. He's like a fitness guru. And like, he started training me out of nowhere. And like, I'm going to these training sessions and he's telling me to use my middle, my two middle fingers and grip harder there because those are connected to my bones while the other two fingers are connected to ligaments. So those work the muscle out more. And he's teaching me all this crazy stuff with form. And I'm like, if I didn't know this and I continued to work out for 10 years, I would have never gotten any of the results I'm going to get in the next couple of months just because I went to somebody that knew what they were talking about and had done it for so long and I found the tangent. And so it's like the same thing if you're getting started into crypto. Here's what you just have to know. You have to know cryptocurrencies. Like if you, there, there's different ways to get in. It's, 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 it's an industry. It's like artificial intelligence, right? But like for me, I'm in the niche of trading cryptocurrencies and we also send Forex and stock signals out now because we're not going to just stay with crypto. We're, we want to teach everything, right? And so what I would say is first find out what you want to get into. Do you want to just get into blockchain development? Then you might want to go to college, get a blockchain degree, but you probably won't even want that. You probably should just go and find online tutorials, learn blockchain, develop a blockchain, make some noise, and then you're going to have Apple and Microsoft calling you to be their blockchain developer because you created maybe the, the most used blockchain app in the world or something, you know? So like you got to, here's one thing that's huge for 17, 18 year olds. It's like, watch where you put your time at the end of the day. Like, see, like I just gave you a huge idea, like a crazy concept versus like, you know, Oh, how do I get started in cryptocurrencies? You buy your first Bitcoin and then that's all you do. And then you're back to your normal life versus like, why don't I try to get into this industry by creating something and learning something and making noise to actually make an impact so that in the next year I can get a call from the biggest companies in the world to have a multi-million dollar deal in front of me. Like, I'm thinking at that level all the time. I'm thinking big all the time. And that's what I would say for 17, 18 year olds is think big all the time. It doesn't matter how old you are. That Lamborghini, I mean, you know, I, I can go out and buy a Lamborghini and a Ferrari. It doesn't, it's, those are nothing. I mean, I'm investing into an exotic car company, so I'm going to have, you know, access to 32 different cars soon. So it's like, I don't need to, you know, show off anything to, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to have a burning desire inside of you and then think big and envision everything to the highest degree. And if you don't do that, then you're going to accomplish half of what you envision, which if it's a small goal, then that's not much, you know? And so it's like, that's what I would say. But if you're getting into crypto, like you don't just try to get into something without any intentions. Like you want to get in with intentions. If you want to get in and like, for me, it's changed my life in trading. If you want to learn trading, I think we have the best resources for trading, you know, because I've been doing it for nine years. So I've, I know which apps to use. I know which apps automate everything. So like when I teach all my members, I'm teaching them how to do it straight from their mobile phone, not have to use the desktop, not have to do any of that. We, you know, we'll take care of all of that stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll find the setup. So like, that's what I would say. Uh, find the niche that, you know, they, they want to get into and then research it. Um, but for cryptocurrencies, for sure, like if it comes to trading crypto, you know, we've got the best stuff out there at the end of the day. Like you can just go on my YouTube channel, search the videos up. You know, I I've got stuff from like, 
years ago and they're still accurate predictions today. And I've also got inaccurate stuff too, but for the most part, you know, we've given really good advice, even though we're, we don't get financial advice. Right. Mm, so hundred percent. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Naeem's got the goods. Check them out on Instagram guys. Definitely drop him a DM. But, um, I've got some questions that I'd like to ask all of my guests before we wrap up the show. Are you feeling ready for them? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. Uh, the first thing I'm curious about is what are you excited about right now? This could be something in your business, in the crypto market, in the wider realm of the world, but like what's something you're genuinely excited about? I'm excited to see what happens to traditional markets when mm. the liquidity flow outside of it into another market and we see cryptocurrencies hit a trillion. That's, that's what I'm excited about. Oh, big stuff, big stuff. <laughs> All right. What habits do you have that have served you particularly well? These could be in your business, in your lifestyle. What stuff you do on a routine basis that helps you level up? I would say just listen to your body and always remember. I think some people overlook their health and mm. you have to get, yeah, you have to get constant blood tests. You have to understand you have to get your chemicals balanced correctly. You have to have proper chemical balance. Fitness is important. You know, like things like that is what I believe uh, matter the most. You know, like that's where time should be focused. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that'll be, you know, everything else will be a byproduct of good health. Mm. You'll have a good business if you have good health. Just mm. make sure you reserve your time for that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that not a lot of people make a priority. I think only like 15% of the U.S. population like works out on a regular basis, which is just disgusting. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, are you consuming any content right now? Any uh, podcasts, audiobooks, YouTube channels? I consume all of my competitors' content. I consume my content. I consume uh, a ton of content from mentors, Gary Vee. I'm listening to people all the time, different marketing podcasts. I'm always listening. Yes. Mm. How, do you, how do you balance your time between uh, listening and executing? I'm listening to in the shower. I'm listening, you know, in, in drives, car rides. You know, if I put headphones on, I'm walking to a restaurant from Hollywood. I'm here in Hollywood, California. Like I'll just get on the street, put headphones on, listen to podcasts, you mm. know, it's always making time for that. Um, but time, you know, it, time is subjective to everyone. It's, it's what you make of it, right? hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been dropping a ridiculous amount of value on our listeners here today. I really appreciate it. If they want to follow up with you, find out more about you, what you're up to, um, learn more about crypto, where should we direct them? At Naeem, N-A-E-E-M. And then I'll offer all your, uh, all your guys free access. Um, you know, just message me, Apple, Apple Crider or whatever, just you know, <laughs> coming from the podcast on Instagram and uh, I'll get you guys. So it's at Naeem, N-A-E-E-M. That's Nancy Alpha Eagle Eagle Mary. Awesome. And I will be sure to link that up in the show notes below. If you guys can't remember those five letters, which I mean, at that point, I don't even know if it <laughs> help, but <laughs> in the show notes for y'all. Naeem, do you have any last words of wisdom or parting thoughts for our listeners on Young Smart Money here today? If anyone has questions or want, wants to follow up, like anything, just DM me, you know, and not just me, but everyone. Like if you have, if you want to connect to a celebrity, just DM them. They'll probably respond. You know, it's like, just reach out sometimes, just ask. I just had to ask and I became a machinima director, you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's the same thing. So just ask questions more because the quality of your go. questions will determine the quality of your life. Mm, that's, that's words of wisdom right there. Sleep on that guys. Think on that. Naeem, thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, man. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. To leave me five, all you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast's page for Young Smart Money and click on the Write a Review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I'll be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Real quick, just launched a new project called the Online Course Examiner, basically the Yelp of online courses. It is blowing up lately, onlinecourseexaminer.com. Check it out.